Hi, welcome to another episode of Chats from the Blog Cabin. I'm your host, Melissa Vera. Today I am joined by my friend Tiffany Haywood of The Mrs. T. Join us as we discuss everything related to blogging, branding, and basically life. Stay tuned. Hey guys, it's Melissa from Adventures of Frugal Mom. Welcome to Chats from the Blog Cabin. Tongue-tied. I already told Tiffany I was going to be tongue-tied. Today, I have an amazing, I mean, one of my idols, actually, because she's always so awesome. She's always giving me so um, many suggestions and just encouraged me so much. Tiffany from The Mrs. T. So, Tiffany, why don't you tell everybody about yourself? (laughs) <laughs> Put it on me. It's okay. Um, so my name is Tiffany Haywood. Um, I have been a lifestyle blogger at themrs.com for almost seven years now. I think this year is the seventh year. I am also a business owner. I own tiffanyhaywood.com, which is actually where I run my blog and brand consultations. And then I am also recently a shop owner where I sell merchandise, one of which I'm wearing. It is themed on either my lifestyle stuff, crazy terms I say all the time, or even like this one, which is build your brand, which is based on my consultation site. Um, And that is called Tease, etc. And so I'm a double business owner, entrepreneur, plus a lifestyle blogger. And And I want personal stuff too, because like, okay, I have six kids. Um, three by love and three, four biological, no, three by love, three biological. Look, I can't even count. So the top three are all in their twenties. We have 25, 23 and 21. And then the bottom set are, and this is so weird. Cause yesterday I was writing my bio for something and I literally had to ask them how old they were. Cause I could not like for the life of me. So the bottom set are 13, 11 and nine. So yeah, we have a huge gap, but it's cool because I have built-in babysitters. That's pretty cool. <laughs> now, weren't you um you're located in Fayetteville? Tell us how you yeah. got to Fayetteville. Um, we got to Fayetteville because of the good old American army. Um, I was born and raised in the Bronx, so was my husband. And he was actually enlisted prior to our connecting. And then when we got married, he re-enlisted and got stationed down here for training before he got shipped out. So we moved to North Carolina because of that. And then he actually got stationed in Hawaii for three years with two deployments. So we were here to Hawaii, back, and then back to Hawaii because I was pregnant during all that deployment stuff. And I didn't want to be in Hawaii on my own. So as I was pregnant, whenever he deployed, I came back to North Carolina And then whenever he got back, we went back to Hawaii. So both of my pregnancies were in North Carolina, but both of the two lower kids were born in Hawaii. So they think they're local just because they were born in Hawaii. (laughs) Yeah. And today is the day of the military spouse. Am I correct? It's It's military spouse appreciation day today. So we appreciate you. <laughs> Aw, thanks. He's actually retired now, but once a mill spouse, always a mill spouse. Yeah, I'm a mill child, so you know. Mm-hmm. But was it's kind of a, it's a title you never get rid of. Once you got it, it's just yours. <laughs> yep, that's true. Um, so tell us a little bit about your blog, The Mrs. T. So the Mrs. T started, like I said, almost seven years ago. 
And I started it as a hobby. I was in the house with three kids under three and I wanted to talk to grownups. Basically, that was the reason for me starting the blog. A friend of mine had a pretty successful blog. You know her, Jendi Lawrence and from Jen on I. And mm-hmm. she was telling me like how cool it was. And I was like, oh, I can do this. Like maybe it can be like a journal and people can read my writing and I can get feedback. So it started out as simply that. I wanted to talk to grownups. My space was fading out and I got a blog. But then it kind of evolved almost on its own because my writing started to draw the attention of brands and then it became an income. And I was like, wait, I can make this a business. So I had my mindset shift a little bit. I rebranded things and made sure I made it something that would work as a business. And that's kind of where we are now. So the name behind the Mrs. T, because I know originally it wasn't the Mrs. T. It was a real long name, right? (laughs) Yeah, that was the reason for the rebranding. Originally, I thought I had to say everything I wanted my blog to be in one title. So my original name was Mrs. T Love Life Laughter. And because I knew I was going to write about love for my family, the life we live and the laughter we always have. But then as I started to become a business and shift my mindset a little bit, I realized that was way too long, not even just for a URL, but just like if you're at a blog conference or if you're meeting with a brand or trying to get a campaign and they ask you for that 60 second elevator pitch, by the time I get to the end of Mrs. T Love Life Laughter, I already lost them. Uh So I kept the Mrs. T portion and then just cut it short and made it more that it's the Mrs. T.com. It's everything that is me. And that's all I have to say. And so you branched out, you taken that brand and you have like taken off. Cause I remember when I didn't really even, you know, the first time we met was at a NC blogger event that you had put together in Fayetteville. And Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh man, she's going to go somewhere. But then later on, you just like took off, you've done radio shows, you, you, um, given speeches at blogging conferences. So tell us about that. Um, so it's all definitely, I give all credit to God for any and every opportunity that's come across my way, because a lot of people say like, how do you reach out? I am not that cold pitch type of person. I don't like the word. No, I hate to hear it. So I never like, actually, (laughs) it's very rare that you see me approach somebody, whatever things and opportunities come my way is normally just because they see the quality of my content and they see what I do and how much of a perfectionist I am. And then the opportunities kind of come from that. So I'm super grateful. Um, I am excited. I always have a mindset. Like I do think in a strategy format. So whenever I do something, there's always a reason behind it. So when I rebranded, it was to make myself more, um, noticeable to brands. And then when I extended that and I accepted the offer to be on a radio show, it was because I was like, okay, this could lead to something else. So I always try to see one opportunity and then see what can happen as a result of that. So that's pretty much where everything comes from. Now, see, because you started at one radio show on Saturday morning and then you ended up at um, Fayetteville State, right? Yeah, Bronco I Radio with Ray Thomas, the Ray Thomas Variety Show. So I started out at WIDU 1600 AM, and that was an opportunity offered to me by Wade Fowler, who is the owner of Fowler's Southern Gourmet. Um, and we're I, I 
Wade is amazing as a human being. He's always that person who wants to feed into whatever he sees your potential to be. So he asked me, it started out, actually, his show was to highlight what's going on in Fayetteville. And his original format was to just rotate out bloggers every week. And I think I may have been his first guest blogger. And we <laughs> had like a sink, it just synced out. Like we, we worked well together. His dad jokes always stumped me, which led for a, like a good play on air. And it ended up, he just asked like, hey, could you just be the permanent co-host? And so that's how that came around. And then later on, I was a guest on one of Ray Thomas's segments. And he ended up approaching and saying, hey, like, why don't you get your own segment? And I was like, hey, that sounds cool. So then he gave me the segment, I Talk Conversation, the OG edition, because there's a couple of other editions, but I'm like the first one. <laughs> and so my OG edition is on Thursdays. We're actually, I, he said we're supposed to be in the works to try to bring it back just because of the whole COVID issue. Uh -huh. But that's on Thursdays. And then it just became a balance because in the midst of that, like I had WIDU on Saturdays. Ray on Thursdays, and then I got hired for Seed, and it was just like a big balancing act, and my whole crew of kids that are here, so I had to kind of say, okay, what am I going to keep, and what do I maybe, maybe this season is done at some things, so that's how the WIDU kind of came to a close, so right now, I still have Ray Thomas, we're still doing that, I talk conversation on Thursdays, um, I'm doing my weekly lives on Saturdays, and then the blog and then the consultations and then seed. So that's where we are right now. That's my bubble of activity right now. <laughs> you're managing three younger kids at home still. I mean, yes, this whole, home, this whole homeschool situation. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. I had a couple moments where I was like, I am not cut out for this. And the thing is the craziest part, my husband used to always say, Oh, you should just homeschool them. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not. That's not me. We barely make it through homework. Like we're just going to stick to that. So now I feel like I was kind of force fed this whole situation, but um, we had a little bit of an adjustment time. But we're working it out. They're getting into their little groove. I've got my remote working thing going on for WBC Fay, and we're handling it. It's 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 worked itself out. So tell us about WBC Fay. For those that don't know, the Monday motivations that I go to, Tiffany's part of one of the reasons why I started going there. And but I absolutely I miss him. I miss the in person camaraderie, the in person everybody just being so encouraging to each other. So tell us about WBC Fay. I know we miss it too. We did go virtual this last time, which was super fun, but we always are going to miss that in-person interaction and just getting to see everybody's smiling faces. But um, I started at WBC Fay Women's Business Center of Fayetteville at Seed. Um, it is a small business support system. Basically, we are funded by the SBA. And I actually started my interaction with them as a blogger, like just simply supporting them as another one of our resources for Fayetteville. And then once I started my consultation business, they brought me in as a guest speaker for different workshops. And then a friend of mine who works there, you know her, Caitlin McFadden, yeah. she was like, hey, I really think you could be a good addition permanently to the team. So like, why don't you go ahead and apply? So I did that. I applied. I honestly didn't think 
I kind of dropped in the resume and didn't think much of it because I, I was just used to people saying no, just because as a military spouse, I've literally been out of the official workforce mm-hmm. for about 12 years. So I thought that would count against me like it did with everything else. But the upside of working for the Women's Business Center of Fayetteville is it's literally women. It's mothers mm-hmm. and it's it's business owners just like me who understand and mill spouses who understand like, hey, this gap isn't because she's lacking a skill set is because of the life that she's living right now. So thankfully, Susie saw that. She saw what I did. She saw my life experience. She saw what I do as my own business and as a consultant. And she brought me on. So that's how everything started with WBC Faye as far as me being a business consultant there. And then Monday Motivation started because we wanted to try to build a community. We wanted to be more than just the people you go to when you want to start, more than just the people you go to when you need finances. We wanted to be a support system. And so that's where the Monday motivation idea came in. Um, We've had, I think we've had three so far and we're coming up on our fourth one, which is going to be May 18th. We are super excited for this one. We are going to have a huge announcement at the end of this one. So make sure you guys register. Um, Right now, all our events are free. Thanks to generous donations we receive as the WBC Fay. So if you have not registered, make sure you go register. It's WBC Fay on Facebook. Just click that ticket or the events tab and get your registration because it's going to be a really fun, super interactive announcement at the end of that one. Uh, And then we're also going to have a really super cool speaker. We've already lined up our food sponsor. I know you're going to be upset about this because you're not here, but but you maybe can pre-order because our food sponsor is actually going to be the wine cafe and the coffee cup. Oh, wine ahead of time because she ships. So it's actually an okay option for you, even though you're not here in Fayetteville. But she's going to have a super cool discount for all registered attendees. So once you register, you'll get that information in your email. She's given a coffee cup discount as well as a wine cup, um, a wine cafe like bundle. So we are going to have so much fun. We're excited for it. Again, that's May 18th. It is virtual, which means anybody can attend. And we are open for everyone to attend because we have fun. It's really just about having fun. And you have a great speakers lined up. Who's speaking this time? though? Um, the speaker we are hoping we are getting ready to lock in as of Monday. So we have not announced the speaker yet. We are just announcing the food sponsor where and we're hinting at the super huge announcement that's going to be at the end but trust me you do not want to miss this one Get i already signed up as, yeah. soon, as soon as it went out i sign up i mean you're like one of our dedicated loyal ones so we 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 can always look forward to seeing melissa and we love that about you so we truly appreciate that support seriously yeah considering that i'm up earlier than most of the attendees because <laughs> i've got to make that hour drive to fame yeah yeah, and we love it. We we are so grateful to you for doing that. And we're grateful to you for even sticking through as we switch things into this virtual mode. But we're trying to keep that fun there and we're trying to make it as interactive as possible. So that's why I'm super stoked for this one because we're going to have that interactive portion. So everybody be ready to turn their cameras on at the end of this one because it's going to be fun. Well, this time, now that I have new internet, I will be able to. Last time I, I turned it on. I'm loving it. You're like crystal clear right now. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm very, very blessed. And God has blessed me to be able to put internet out here in the blog cabin. So how we've already talked about homeschooling now because your kids are home. So how has COVID-19 affected you and affected how you do your job and, you know, dealing with kids at home? Give us some tips that you handle. 
Um, so I'm not gonna. I'll, I'll be completely transparent here. The first couple of weeks, it was just a hot mess. I was getting up. They were getting up whenever I needed it to work. So WBC, we have trans transitioned. Yes, that's the word. We transitioned to fully remote working. We still answer the phones because technology is awesome and we can still answer the phone, but we're all remote. We're all from home. And so my schedule at WBC Fay is eight to five. So what I was trying to do in order to like not have kids in the office, I would let them stay up as long as they wanted. And then they could just wake up like halfway through the day. That way I had at least two to three hours to get like a good jump on what I was doing. That was when they had packets. They recently transitioned over to online classes, which means they have Zooms and Google Classrooms. They have to be in at set times and interaction and stuff, which kind of threw my whole little let them sleep late thing off. Mm -hmm. So now my son, who's my youngest, and he's the most, I want to say, he gains my little sense of perfection. He needs to get stuff done and he needs to get it done like right when he has to do it. So he has worked his way into he gets up at six because he wants to finish before everybody else gets on the computers. So he gets up with me. I Well, actually, I get up around 430 or five. He gets up at six. He gets his stuff done. He's usually done by eight. Then my middle daughter wanders in half sleep and she does her stuff. Her and my oldest both have Google Meets at like 11. So they have their own dedicated desktop for them. And then sometimes I'll hand one of them my laptop and they can do their stuff. I actually, thank God we're blessed enough. Susie allowed me to bring one of the computers from work into the house. So I have that for work. And then I also have like a tablet that I have on the side. If you guys watch my stories, you'll see in there like my whole multitasking work situation. My desk is literally like a tablet, a desktop, a laptop, a microphone. So like there's like a whole situation. It's a layout happening. Um, But since we did that, we kind of have a good working schedule right now. So things are getting done. I'm being productive. I think I was telling Susie the other day, since I started working in the office, it's actually been a lot better for me because when we first transitioned into remote, I was pretty much working wherever I happened to roll out of bed into. So whether it was the couch or the kitchen table, but the downside of that was I was never actually clocking out of work. I would just kind of work throughout. And if you, if any of you guys actually run social media or handle social media, it's super easy to get on there all day and forget the fact that you might need to take a break. So I saw that happening and I saw like how exhausted I was getting. So now I literally keep everything in the office. So if I come up here, I'm working. And once I close that door, I'm clocked out. Now, of course, I still have phone in hand. And of course, I'm still doing stuff for the Mrs. T and and myself and even for the social media of WBC Faye. But for me, seven years into doing this, sometimes the social media doesn't even feel like work anymore. So I kind of that part on the side. But as far as working is for for projects on WBC Faye, once I close this office door at five, that's it. I'm pretty much done. So how are you handling going and trying to, um, like I know WBC Faye see a lot, see a lot of clients or they do a lot of teachings. Like I've went to the Instagram one that Caitlin and you taught. How Mm -hmm. are you doing that? Are you doing everything remotely? Like doing a lot of zoom meetings? Yep. We've transitioned everything to virtual. So zoom is our go-to platform right now. Um, For example, Monday I'm doing social media etiquette via webinar on zoom. You signed up. That's awesome. 
Um, and then also next week, Caitlin is doing Instagram, how to sell on Instagram. And I'm actually going to jump into that one with her because I recently just set up the t-shirt shop on Instagram. So now if you go to tees, et cetera, you see the little shopping bag icon and you can literally buy one of my shirts right through the image. Like no clicking elsewhere. You just tap the image and you can shop. The thing is that process was actually a lot more to it than what either of us thought. Like, of course she had done all the research on how the steps that they tell you, but there's also stuff. And you probably know this when you go to do something, it's completely different than what they tell you on like the frequently asked questions page. Mm -hmm. So she's going to give like the upfront, how you get started. And then I'm going to give you like, Hey, I actually did it. And this is what happened. So we have taken all those webinar and classes to zoom. We've catered them a little bit for this whole pivot that's happening during Mm -hmm. COVID and beyond COVID. So we are doing a COVID pivot themed with all our webinars now. So we're going to be focusing in on, we have Jerlana Walker, who's coming up. She was one of the speakers at our last Monday Motivation. She's going to do a Zoom class for us on May 20th. So she's going to teach a lot of us because now we're having to take everything virtual for those of us who have clients. Um, even for my consultation business, my stuff used to be in-person meets just because I like that interaction. Okay. I feed off of that interaction. And so now she's teaching us how to make Zoom a platform where you can still have that. You can still interact with your clients, even though it's virtual. So she's going to do that for us on May 20th. And the transition has been kind of smooth. When we do have clients that want to meet us, like I said, we do it virtual or we do it at a safe social distance. We're like, okay, yes, we'll take it by phone and we'll do the virtual, like even if we have to do a combination type thing. But clients are taking the transition pretty well. It's not been too bumpy, which I'm happy to say. And we're we're happy. I think we all of us said we almost feel like we're even more productive now because we're in our own zones. We get our assignments in the morning and then poof, we're off and we're getting everything done. So it's been a good transition for us. Well, that sounds like you guys are working it out. Of course, I had no doubt that you guys were going to work it out because the whole team there is just so welcoming, so open, so awesome. Thank you. Like I said, I miss it. I I mean, if you know, I'm willing to get up super early and drive that. I know. I know. It's got to be worth it. And I've been trying to convince a lot of other people like in Raleigh and stuff to come down, but they're like, no, we don't want to get up that early. Well, maybe if we convince them to try the virtual, by the time we get back to in-person, they'll realize like it's not something they want to miss. Yeah, that's true. Now talk about your branding, your your t-shirt, tees, et cetera. Tell me yeah. about that. So tees, et cetera. I had the idea for this because I am a t-shirts and chucks and jeans kind of chick. That's, that's my go-to look for anything. Like working at Seed is the only reason I get dressed up. That and when I have to do a speaking thing or whatever. Other than that, you'll find me in t-shirts, jeans, and chucks. And so I had the idea back in 2017, but I was also launching the consultations in 2017. And I didn't want to take on too much. I always want to do things with excellence. So for me, I'd rather focus on one than be like, spread out too thin and then something suffer. So I put it to the back burner. I actually had set up the full Facebook page, Instagram account and everything for tees, et cetera, back in 2017. And I just kind of let it sit there. And then when COVID happened, I had extra time on my hands and I was like, you know what? Now is the time to launch it. Not only from a business side, because it becomes somewhat of a passive income, but also because I had the time to actually dedicate to getting it right. So I went ahead and launched it. Um, I use a platform that it's a t-shirt company. They handle all the production side of it, the shipping, the handling, the payment. 
I get my side of the payment. All I have to do is create the designs and promote the site itself. So the site, the shop is integrated into my website. It has its own Instagram page, its own Facebook, own Facebook, Facebook page, Facebook page. Every designs up because, like I said, I had this in my head since 2017. So I was creating the designs here and there. I just wasn't publishing them. So the designs are all in the shop, but I'm slowly showing them off in the Instagram feed. This is the most recent one that I showed. It's called Build Your Brand. And that's because the tagline for my consultation site is build your brand as we build your business. So I took a play off of that and made this one. I also have my Faye because obviously my love for Fayetteville as a city and as my community and where I built my business at. And then we, I have another shirt. It's called Nah, I'm Good. Like, because <laughs> that is so you. Because, you know, when people come at you with negativity or they just come at you in the wrong way, I've been known to be like, Nah, I'm good. And that's basically what the shirt says. It's just Nah, I'm good. And then I have Shepreneur, kind of like Entrepreneur, mm-hmm. play on it. So Shepreneur is up there. But there's a bunch of other ones up there. Um, By Faith is there. So you guys can feel free to check out the shop. It's literally on the Mrs. T and it says Shop Tees, etc. Or if you want to check it out on Instagram, which I actually suggest because I have the whole new shopping bag feature, you can check it out on Instagram. It's just at Tees, etc. T-E-E-S. And the word, et cetera. And the reason I named it Tease, et cetera, is because it's not just going to be T-shirts. Every single design you see, you can order as a mug. You can order as a tote. You can order as a backpack. I have a backpacks up there. I have lunch bags up there. So it's not just T-shirts only. Um, I'm looking forward to, there's actually a sweatshirt shirt. And then there's like a hoodie shirt, um, dress, a hoodie dress. And then there's actually like a T-shirt dress. So I'm I'm waiting to sport that really soon. But yeah, so it's more than just t-shirts, hence the et cetera part. And then the T's part is just a play on the Mrs. T. Because you know me and branding, I like to keep everything consistent. So I had to have that tie in there somewhere. So speaking so, about branding, tell everybody about the pink. Tell you about the pink? Yeah, the pink glasses, the pink hair. Tell us about, and then you already have pink in your shirt. Yes, so pink. I've always loved the color pink. And so when I started my blog, pink was always kind of a subtle thing there. And then when I really got into branding, well, actually, I've always been big on branding just because I like consistency. And even as a person, if I like something, it's pretty obvious that I like it because you'll see it. And then when I realized that that actually led to brand recognition, when I was going to conferences and people were like, hey, you're the Mrs. T and they knew it because of my logo or they knew it because of my color scheme. That's when I was like, "Okay, this needs to be a consistent thread no matter what I do. Mm -hmm. So even if you see if you look at the Mrs. T dot com and then you go take a look at the blog consultations, that pink is still there. It may be a little less obvious. Because on the consultation site, it's more of a, you see the black before you see the, the pink. And then on the Mrs. T, you kind of see the pink first. And even with T's, et cetera, I still have that pink in there. So it's just kind of my thing. I love pink. Um, the reason for putting it in my hair was when I can't wear it, I still always have it kind of thing. And when I had nails before this whole shutdown thing and I couldn't get my nails done, I always had pink somewhere on my nails as well. So that was just for me. So if I was somewhere, my brand was always represented no matter what. That That's super cool. A lot of people don't think about extending their brands. I know that I went and got a tote bag with my 
brand name on it because of something that you suggested on. <laughs> yeah, you can always have some form of representation of your brand on you because it sparks interest and it allows you, you can open doors to opportunities that you may not have had if you didn't have that there. There have been plenty of times where I was going somewhere for something that had absolutely nothing to do with my brand, but because I had the Mrs. T on the back of my phone, someone would go, oh, what's that? Open opportunity for me to get another reader from my blog or for me to get somebody else to come to something. Yep, see? And, it, and you can always do it. There's a way to work it in. It doesn't have to be annoying. It doesn't have to become... Um, it doesn't have to become gaudy. It's a subtle way to just blend it in there. Even and and if you notice, if any of you have been to my workshops, my personal workshops, my branding is everywhere. You'll see it in the color scheme of the slides. You'll see it in the phrasing of what I do. So the thing is, you're unconsciously leaving that impact with everybody that's there. And so when they walk away, the next time they see you, they instantly relate that to who you are as a brand. And it's it just becomes part of your story and it becomes part of what builds that loyalty that you have with you. Okay, so I see a comment. Can I read the comment? Yeah, it says, okay, it's Sandy Brannon and she says, where did you get the customized phone cover? So I'm going to show you because like I like to show stuff. I used to do YouTube a lot too, so bear with me. But so this customized phone cover, I'm going to get the glare off of there. So it's not actually my cover. If you take a look, I'm taking the cover off. It's actually a vinyl sticker that I put directly on my phone. And I got this vinyl made locally. Her name is Kelly Leland, and she's at Top of the Hill Boutique in Haymont. She does ship, and she does embroidery as well as vinyl work. She has embroidered my polo shirts that I use for when I do media and event coverage. She put my logos on there. She even did a vinyl for me when I went to a Super Bowl party. I had a football jersey that said T. Haywood on the back and the Mrs. T on the front. So she's my go-to when it comes to vinyls and embroidery. I think I got mine from collage.com because mine's an actual phone cover. Yeah, yeah. And see, in my shop, in Tees, et cetera, they have actual phone covers. But when it comes to stuff like this, like I have a wine tumbler. She, she made me like a bunch of different size vinyl cutouts. And so I have the Mrs. T like everywhere. I mean, okay. it literally everywhere because even my screensaver is branded. Like I did the graphics for my screensaver as well. And it says the Mrs. T. So I remember one time I was at an event and my phone was sitting on the counter and they saw the Mrs. T pop up. And the next thing I knew, they were following me on Instagram because they watched my screen and took it from there. So, I mean, it works for you no matter what. Yeah, it does work. That, that's so awesome. Okay, now you're talking about catchphrases. And you said earlier, and I'm like, okay, I know I'm going to get you. What is your the one that you're most famous for? Hey, loveys. Yep, hey, loveys. I love that. <laughs> The funny part about that was, okay, so I just mentioned that I used to be on YouTube a lot. I kind of started the blog and YouTube almost simultaneously and YouTube took off for me. And that was where I got my interest in video. And that's kind of how I built that media and event coverage thing. Cause I offer like vlog style event coverage. And that tagline actually came from my research that when you have a YouTube channel, people want to know something that fits with you, that they can identify with you. So I actually started that as a part of my branding for the YouTube channel. But then when Insta Stories came up, because yes, I was pre-Insta Stories, like before it mm -hmm. happened. But when Insta Stories came, 
I was already so used to saying that as soon as I got on camera that it just kind of went along with it. And it's so much ingrained into my head right now that even when we do WBC face stuff, I go, hey, lovies. And Caitlin always laughs because she's like, you just can't help yourself. Like it doesn't, it's, it's just automatic at this point. And I've even had quite a few friends who say when they watch my Insta stories, even if they don't have the sound on, they can hear me in their heads going, hey, lovies. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear you too. Every time I see you, I, that's basically what I think of when I see you. I was like, hey, lovies. I think I have a shirt that says, hey, lovies too. Yeah, I have a shirt that says it too. But it's just like automatic. And I love the fact that it's kind of become what people associate with me. And when I got those, when I get those messages that say, I can literally hear you in my head saying, hey, lovies, even with the sound off. I was like, okay, that's how you know you're doing something right. <laughs> that's so true. I think it's so funny that people just, they take things like, I remember the first time I was ever noticed as frugal mom. Oh my God, you're frugal mom. I'm like, oh, I'm like, wait a second, what? Yeah, it's awkward though, right? Isn't it awkward sometimes? Because like, I tell people, okay, cause you know, because you know me personally, I'm naturally an introvert. Like I'm not super, super social. So when people walk up to me that I don't already know, and if they address me as dumb as T, and they have that like, they know me thing because they've watched me so much, mm -hmm. it actually throws me off. And I've always explained it as kind of like Beyonce, Sasha Fierce. Like the Mrs. T is her own kind of person sometimes. So a lot of times when I go to events and stuff, I have to prep myself mentally to, to interact in that way. So if I'm out as Tiffany and somebody comes up to me and they're like, you're the Mrs. T, it, I have to, like, I need like a second to like switch over because Tiffany is like, whoa, what, who are you and why are you talking to me? Mm -hmm. But then I have to remember, like, that's not dumb as T. Like, I have to, okay, hi. And it's not that I'm not friendly. It's just, like, I'm not naturally super social like that. So I have to, like, turn that on sometimes. That's the one thing that anybody knows Tiffany thinks, what? You're an introvert? What? No way. But then she explained it. So explain it a little bit, Tiffany, why we think that's so wrong about you, though. <laughs> Because when you see me, obviously, when you see the Mrs. T, she's super like interactive and I guess engaging. I would like to say, I would like to think I'm engaging and and like yeah. conversational and stuff. But all of that is something I have to mentally prep myself for. Um, I think the first time you found out was when I recorded a vlog before an event mm -hmm. and I was in my car and I don't even know what prompted me to share it like in vlog like that. but. I, okay, so basically I arrive early to everything. And the reason I arrive early to everything is because I need that time to get mentally right for whatever the social situation is about to be. And, and on that day, I decided to vlog it. I have no clue why. Like, even now I look back like, why did you even do that? But I did and I shared. I was like, listen, so guys, I'm sitting in my car. I'm about 45 minutes early. Here's why. And I said, like, I, I get anxious. So if I go somewhere and I'm just thrown right into the situation without any any time to like, I guess, uh, get acquainted with what's happening, it throws me completely off. And so I get there early. I get a feel for the environment. I take a look around. I also get my pictures in because I like to get angles and shots that every other blogger in the world is not going to post at the mm -hmm. same event. 
So that's another little reason I get there early. I get my shots before everybody else does so they can't see it. Because you know how bloggers line up to get the same picture. And I'm just like, what is the point if we're all posting the same thing? So that's part of why I get there early too. But the other side of it is for me to just get mentally ready. Like, okay, I know I'm going to have to interact with people. I know I'm going to have to be super social. I need to like get ready for all of that. And I shared that in that vlog. And I remember you reached out to me afterwards and were like, I had no clue. And it's mainly because by the time everybody gets there, I'm good to go. Nobody knows that whole prep part that comes before that. But um, yeah, it is something that I, I have to deal with because like I said, naturally I am not super so social. Like some people call me an ambivert just because I can be that way. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, and I think I shared this with you one time. If you see me, I, I mean, I cover events for a living. But the thing is, I actually schedule myself in recovery time from those events. Because I know if I don't, I'll get a migraine. Mm -hmm. I will physically get sick. Like, I oh, I tend to get colds and stuff easier when I've done too much. Mm -hmm. So if you see me at two to three events, there's going to be two to three days where you don't really see me. Because I have to schedule in that time to like recharge and regroup and stuff. So, yeah, it, it, it's a balance of things. And I know a lot of people say, how did you pick to do this if that's what who you are naturally? And the thing is, I actually love interacting with people. It, 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 it brings me joy. But at the same time, I know myself enough to know, OK, I need this time to either prep for it or to recover from it. So there's always that before and after for okay. me. Yeah, I know anytime you look on your Instagram, if it's where you're just sitting there watching a movie and that's on your Instagram, that's when you're in recovery mode, right? <laughs> definitely, definitely. And even sometimes, like, I, I know I always say, like, there's the recovery time. And some people have said to me, well, you still post, so I don't know how you're. But the thing is, I batch photography. I, I do batch photography. So if I know I have event, 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 and then I've scheduled myself a break. If I'm downtown or if I'm somewhere, I take tons of photos that I may not post right then. That way, while I'm in my recovery mode, I still have content to share. So even though I might be sitting at home in my pajamas, chilling, trying to get prepped for the next event, I still have photos that I'm posting that to you may seem like I'm still out and about, mm -hmm. but I'm literally home and I haven't left the house in a couple of days. <laughs> Now let's talk a little bit about Fayetteville because you know it's like my home away from home. Tell me some of your favorite places to go because I know I'm going to put you on the spot because Fayetteville has so much to offer. But tell me some of the favorite things. Okay, so downtown obviously is like my stomping ground. Yep. Um, even before I worked at C, which is located right on Hay Street in the heart of downtown, but before I worked down there, I was there all the time. Um, another thing that has seemed to catch on for me is it, like kind of like Hey Lovies is my um, walking Insta mm -hmm. stories. Like when people see my feet because I'm going mm -hmm. somewhere, I kind of use that as my intro to a day or my intro to whatever's happened that day. And most time it's the bricks of downtown because downtown is one of my favorite places. I can always find something to do, somewhere to be, someone to see. Um, so if you want me to say my faves, you're making this super hard because I love everybody downtown. But a couple of places you can almost always find me. Let me say it that way. Okay. Winter Bloom Tea, which of I know course. is a favorite source. Yep. That's actually one of the options. If you book me for a consultation, one of the meeting spot options would be Winter Bloom. 
Um, circa 1800. Oh my gosh. If you have not tried the collard oh. green rolls, please try them. No. If you have not tried the meatloaf sandwich, please try it. It's amazing. And if you have not had the stuffed Nutella French toast, please try it. Those are my three fave things there. Um, I'm actually having Mother's Day brunch tomorrow with Caitlin and my hairdresser, um, Hair by Morale. But, and we ordered our brunch from Circa. So like, I'm super stoked and excited about that. Um, another place that I would always be, let me see. Greg's Pottery is a cool place that I always love to take the kids and just to chill out and hang out. Mm -hmm. um, a bit of Carolina has the most unique gifts, all themed for North Carolina and Fayetteville. I have so many of her mugs. And then if you flip to the other side of Hay Street, um, White Trash uh -huh. has such cute stuff. I mean, I have so many mugs and stuff between a bit of Carolina and White Trash. There are times where I post it and I have to message them and go, did I get this from you or did I get this from a bit of Carolina? Cause I don't remember. Like they have to remind me where I got what, but like, those are my favorite places. Greg's pottery. I get my incense from them. Cause it's not just pottery. She has like knickknacks and stuff in there too. Um, the arts council. Oh my gosh. There's always something happening at the arts council. I also have taught workshops at the arts council. So that's my place. Um, let me see. I can't name just one Root Awakening. Mm -hmm. The owner of Root Awakening is also the owner of White Trash. So if you haven't been to Root Awakening, you can get your whole like face put on the top of your coffee. Like she does that super uber customized coffee. So like that's a love of mine. LeClaire's. Oh my gosh. LeClaire's mm -hmm. is like cheers for Fayetteville. Like if you mm -hmm. go in there, you say, hey, Patrick, and you can just cop a squat. He doesn't care how long you sit. I've sat in there for like a day when I was working home and just wanted to get outside the house. Um, Cape Fear Regional Theater in Haymont as well. Haymont is like the sister city. They're like a stone's throw from Fayetteville downtown. And most recently, even um, Broad River Hemp. They're awesome. He gives me like, because I don't sleep a lot. Yeah. Like if you watch my business stories, you'll see that I get up super early and I also kind of stay up super late. It's mainly because my mind doesn't turn off. I'm always running. So I have, he gave me like a, like a sleep blend and it's helped a ton. So he's become one of my new faves for sure. Um, downtown Market, her flower arrangements help make my desk a little brighter all the time. Um, oh my gosh, pressed. Pressed is amazing. Ashley gave me this crystal to help give my whole office space a little bit of zen. I have two of her crystals in my office at on, on, on Hay Street. So yeah, it's just like, oh my gosh, Cornerstone. Like I just burned my Cornerstone candle all the way to the wick and it's like done, but I can still smell it. I burn them. And this one actually, I don't know if you have any of her candles, but she uses a wood wick. You should. She she's offering a take home candle kit right now. So like you can order and she'll send you the whole candle making kit and you can make your own candle at home. But it smells amazing. And the weird part is this candle right here. I think I've had this over a year. So Tiana taught me there's a thing called a cold smell or a cold burn. So basically this candle smelled in my office for about four months without me even lighting it. That's how good like the scent was. Then once I lit it, I told her like, I light it just to hear the wick burn. Like it's soothing to me for whatever weird reason. And she said, it's actually scientific. Like it, I'm not weird. I mean, I am wonky, but I'm not that wonky. 
So I've burned this every day when I work and it just soothes me. It's just that little, it's kind of like white noise for me, just hearing the wick like flicker over on the side. So those are just a few of my favorite places. I could probably name all the stinking Fayetteville if you really wanted me to. <laughs> those are a few, just a few. Well, I will tell you ones that you definitely have posted something on your stories and I've ended up going to. One is white, um, white trash. Um, you posted those reusable straws and when we were in Fayetteville, I was like, oh, Gracie, yeah. we got to go and get them. We got to go and get them because Gracie is my environmental friendly daughter. So she had to That's get awesome. reusable straws with the whole little pouch and she carries them with her. Um, Winter Bloom, of course, you know how much I love Winter Bloom. That's like my yeah. favorite place. That's our, like our favorite place. Um, the Hot Sugar Pop, is that right? Yes, Hot Sugar Pop is awesome. They're in Cross Creek Mall. Mm -hmm. Um, and I forgot the wine cafe and the coffee cup because the wine cafe, she recently launched the wine bulance. She will deliver the wine to you. And she is the only wine store who is licensed to ship throughout the United States, which is why I said you can still participate with us on that Monday motivation. Um, so, yes, the wine cafe, the coffee cup, hot sugar pop is amazing. Um, their unicorn popcorn. Oh, my gosh. The cheddar popcorn. Oh, my gosh. Um, they're actually, they can ship throughout too. So you can even get you a little hot sugar pop. I, I'm going to have to do that because I've been craving some. I mean, honestly, I think I was at Dirtbag Ales and mm -hmm. saw them in there. I said, oh, I got, you talk about it all the time when you were on the, the iTalk show. And I was like, yeah. oh, I got to get yeah. some. And I even we mentioned it. We love us some hot sugar pop. So much so, Will Glass, Will and Tiffany Glass are the owners, and they created Hot Sugar Pop because their son had, like, major allergies, and she needed to find a snack that he could actually eat, and that's how it started. And I had a craving for some popcorn, and I messaged Will, and they, like, met me because downtown market, Johanna, she, act on Anderson Street, she carries the Hot Sugar Pop, and he met me down there to give me the velvet it's um, Red Velvet Hot Sugar Pop. That is my ultimate fave. Red Velvet and then the cookies and cream. And the awesome, awesome, awesome part is every once in a while you get lucky and find a piece of cake in there. <laughs> You're like, you have your cake and eat it too, right? <laughs> yes, for sure. Have your popcorn and eat your cake all at the same time. So what's up next for you? Um. So what's up next? So we're still dealing with like the whole virtual transition thing. So I'm offering like I yesterday I did a virtual conference as a speaker. So that was the first for me, but I felt like it went well. So that's something I'm open to doing. I'm trying to expand that whole speaking side of things. I'm obviously still doing the workshops with WBC Faye, but I also offer workshops as myself. Um, and the t-shirt shop is there. So that's something that's happening right now. And then I'm just continuing to try to grow and expand the brand. Because for me, it's always been about not getting stuck or locked into that whole URL existence, into thinking that I'm a blogger and that's all I can be. I want to take it beyond that. For me, The Mrs. T is not simply a blog. It's a brand and it's a business. So my most recent, I guess you want to call it win, is I actually registered one, I'm an LLC officially, and then I registered my business with our chamber here in Fayetteville. So I'm just trying to take things to a different place and really grow it as a business. That's my purpose and my goal right now. So do you see that totally being your full time or are you still going to continue doing your other little side projects? 
Um, seed is gonna is my full time job right now, but then my businesses will always be there simply because for me, it it has never simply been about an income. It's mm-hmm. always been about a passion. So my passion is to see small business owners and other women entrepreneurs and shepreneurs trying to find that way to push forward and to skip the whole stress part and to find their success. And so when I do things, it's always with that in mind. It's never necessarily about the income because right now, um, especially now with the whole COVID situation, there are plenty of times where I message friends who have businesses and I'm just like, hey, I got a couple tips for you if you don't mind. So like, I'm always willing to give that information to be that resource because I remember what it was like. And when I started, people weren't that willing. They weren't uh-huh. transparent. Everything was like, this is mine and you can't see what I'm doing over here. And so I had that whole struggle period where instead of me producing, I was trying to figure out how to get something done. And mm-hmm. I want to help other females and other women entrepreneurs, shepreneurs get past that. I want to be able to say like, hey, I've been there. Mm-hmm. I've done that. Here's an easier way to make it happen. And I mean, that's just... I. I that's what drives me more than anything else. So I don't see this stopping for me at any point. Yeah, I will say that you practice what you preach because after my first two Zoom calls that I did live, you messaged me and said, hey, I have a another thing that, or, no, you met, after the first one, I think you messaged me and said, hey, I have someplace you need to look out and you told me about StreamYard. And so here I am today. Uh, now you noticed I got my own graphics up and everything else, you know, just kind of, you know, thank you so much for just being willing to share because a lot of people aren't like that. Like you said in the blogging world, it's all about, they think competition instead of, co- instead of, um, you know, like a community instead of over competition, you know, they don't think that. Yeah. Way. yeah. And I mean, that's even something I teach in my workshops and it happens to be a shirt, just saying, but like it's motivation, not competition. Uh-huh. When I see someone else succeeding, I don't want to be that person that goes, Oh, I can't believe they did that. And I can't stand. I want to say like, wow, that is really cool. And I want their success to motivate me to find a new level of success of my Mm -hmm. own. So it's motivation, not competition. I'm not trying to compete with the next person. You using StreamYard does not make me any less successful when I use it. It just gives you another way to do something in a better way. And I want to see those people that I consider my friends, those people that I want to see succeed. I want to see them succeed in the best way possible. And I want to take away some of that struggle that goes with it. So when I saw that you couldn't, you, I heard the whole reason I called you is because I heard you saying, okay, well, I can't see my comments. So I'm going to look over here. And I was like, no, you don't have to do that. <laughs> so I, I was like, I, and sometimes I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I hesitate to reach out because, and if you notice, sometimes I say, here's a little bit of unrequested advice. Cause I know everybody doesn't mm-hmm. want to hear it. Some people are good wherever they are. And honestly, I don't take offense. I even tell people, you can tell me to mind my business and I will move on. But I just see something and I see something, a way for you to do it a little bit easier or even a way for you to succeed a little bit more. And I want to help. And I don't attach a dollar sign to that. I don't send an invoice afterwards. I just tell you. And then when you get it, I'm over here clapping and cheering from the sideline. Yeah, you've been the biggest cheerleader. And that's why I definitely I wanted to have you on because I love how you said that. Um, here's a little bit of unrequested um, help, but I absolutely love that because it helps me be better as well. Mm-hmm. We have a mm-hmm. comment. Sandy Brandon said, as an author, do you feel branding is important for me? Definitely so. 
I feel no matter what field you're in, branding is key because no matter if you're a business owner, if you're a consultant, if you're a store, if you're a service provider and experience, all of that has to have a purpose and a loyalty built into your customers and whoever your potential clients are going to be. And branding helps you build that loyalty because branding helps you build recognition. So even as an author, whether it be a, a consistency in your font styles, a consistency in your coloring, your color scheme for your covers, or even in your voice when you're on social media, whatever that thing is that makes you you, whatever your unique is, make that your biggest asset and build on it. And that becomes your branding point. That's a really great thing. Uh, but the only thing is sometimes people have tr trouble trying to figure out what their unique thing is. So can you give some okay. about that? Yeah. So for example, when you said to me, what's your most popular tagline? And I said, Hey, lovey's Hey, lovey was not I didn't see that as anything necessarily unique to me. It wasn't like a part of my personality that I was trying to put out there. Hey, Lovey's became recognizable with me because I used it consistently and repeatedly. And my customers and my viewers began to recognize it. And therefore, I was like, hmm, maybe this is something that's becoming a part of my brand. So that can be another side of how you discover your brand. Say you don't know who you are. Ask your customers, ask your clients, mm -hmm. hey, guys, when you see me, what is the thing you recognize most? And then listen to them. And then you can play on that and highlight it and spotlight it and make it that thing that everyone begins to recognize as part of who you are and part of what you do. Because right now, like I said, people hear my voice without hearing my voice. Mm -hmm. that, that is successful branding. So when people see my logo, a lot of people don't know who I am as a person, but they know who the Mrs. T is because they see that logo. So that's what branding is. Yeah, that's when I went to actually one of the conferences and I didn't know if I was in the right place because I knew you were speaking, but I saw that little pink sunglasses decal and I knew I was in the right place. <laughs> yeah. And see, that's part of your branding. That's part of making sure that it's recognizable and relatable. And the thing that I always say with branding. So you said, what do I give advice? One advice for people who can't find their branding or aren't completely sure about it or don't know what part of them to share is one is to listen to your, your viewers, your clients, your customers. But the other side of that would be to also make sure it includes a part of who you are, because telling people your story tends to have them more connected to you than trying to sell them a product, if that makes sense. Um, a lot of times, if you scroll through my Facebook page or my Instagram, it's not sell, 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 hire me, hire me, hire me. Mm -hmm. It's here's my useful information and how it can impact you. And also here's a bit about who I am and why I do what I do. And it's those two things combined that cause people to hire me. I don't necessarily have to post, I'm having a 50% off discount this week. Mm -hmm. Instead, I, they see what I'm doing and they see the quality of it. And that draws them in instead. And I see another comment from Sandy. She says she signs all her books and all her emails, happy reading. That's fun. And you can make that your thing that if, then, if that's something you do consistently and on a, a, a recognizable level, then that can be part of who your brand is or what your brand is for sure. I will say that chats from the blog cabin actually came from you as well. <laughs> I was like, I, oh, no, I didn't even notice it. Like, I know I threw it out there to you, I think like a couple of weeks ago. 
because you were like, I don't know what to call it. And I was like, oh, well, I don't even know how it came apart. But I threw it out there. And then today when I went to share the actual live, I saw it and I was like, oh, she went with it. It's so stinking cool. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, that a lot of people know me from my blog cabin. I mean, I remember when we were at that event that you were in your, in your car waiting to get ready to go into where um, Marissa from Shabby Chic Cheek came up to me and said, oh, you're the one that has the, you're the one that has the blog cabin. And at that time, it still wasn't even finished, finished. So that's kind of what I'm known for in the blogging world now. Yeah, for sure. And you want to know why? Because you pushed it out there and you made it like, one, you're the only one who has it. And I'm jealous. And two, <laughs> two, you let us see the behind the scenes of it happening. We got to see when you were building it. And then you made us a part of it because you asked us to send you cards so that you can put them in the walls and so that we could all be a part of the experience. Mm -hmm. And that's part of branding. You brought us into your world. And now we feel invested into the blog cabin. We feel like somehow it's an extension of us as well. And that's what your brand does. It helps people who may not ever meet you in person mm -hmm. still feel like somehow I'm connected to Tiffany, the Mrs. T I'm connected to Melissa and her blog cabin. And that's how branding can help build who you are as a business and as a brand. That is so true. So is there anything else you want to share with us, Tiffany, about anything, your wisdom? No, or... I think I've been talking an awful lot, honestly. <laughs> But you have so many amazing things to say, because like I said, I've taken a lot of your everything you say. I take it to heart and I try and work and then I'll say, OK, I'm having a really bad. Like when I was having Internet, um, my hosting company, when I was having trouble back then, I was, you're like, OK, I'll get on the call with you, see what I can see. And then I ended up switching over to hosting companies because the other one just wasn't doing anything for me. But that was from your mm -hmm. advice as well. So you're definitely one of those people that are a real gem in the blogging community. Thank you. So can you tell everybody where to find you at? Sure thing. So if you want to follow me as the Mrs. T lifestyle blogger, you can follow me at the Mrs. T T H E M R S T E E across all social media. That's my handle everywhere. And then it's the Mrs. T.com. Or if you're looking for blog or brand consultation services and you just want to have a chat, you can find me at tiffanyhaywood.com. And if you want to follow me there for social media, it's at T Haywood.dotcom. That's the social handle for that one everywhere. And or if you would like to sport a little bit of the T's, etc. merchandise and get your brand out there and help support a fellow small business owner, you can find me at T's, etc. That is actually linked through on the Mrs.T.com. Just check the menu tabs above and it'll say shop T's, etc. Or on social media, you can follow it at T's, T E E S, etc. The word, etc. Yeah, thank you so much for agreeing to do this today. I knew you were going to be one of the guests I had to have on. So thank Aww, you so much. Thank you so much for inviting me. It was a pleasure for sure. Okay, everybody, Monday we're going to be on with a pet company that's actually doing virtual pets um, on Zoom calls for people that are in social isolation. So see you guys Monday at 1. So thank you again, Tiffany, for being here. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to Chats from the Blog Cabin. I hope you learned a lot from Tiffany. I know I did. She's definitely one of my mentors. I hope you will have a great rest of your day. Be blessed and keep chatting.